Hi, welcome to Salt and Burn This. I'm Sammy. And I'm Valerie. And this is our Supernatural Rewatch podcast. Each week, we're going to break down an episode in order with lots of details, so nothing's left out. (laughs) And we throw in some personal nuggets and stories and research to mix it up just a little bit. Because not only are we fans of the show, but like Sam and Dean, we've also had our fill of road trips. Yeah, but for theater, not for hunting ghosts and demons. And not in a super sexy muscle car. Anyway, shall we? We shall. So since it's been, I don't know, six or seven years since we've Mm -hmm. last done our podcast, Mm -hmm. um, the opera company I work for finally wisened up and they brought me on full time. Yay. So I can come off the road. I can still gig out if I want uh-huh. to, but I'm on salary. Um, so I don't have to go production to production to production. I don't have to try to like jam pack my schedule. Um, so I am full time. Yeah. Get some bennies. <laughs> um, and uh, they brought me on with the intention of me taking over part of the director of production duties with the idea that I would take over as director of production in the coming years as the director of production retires. Yes, I was going to ask, congratulations, by the way, you did tell me that you texted me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But it was like briefly, it was briefly and you were like, guess who they just, you know, brought on as like full time production. And, and I couldn't tell, honestly, if you were like, guess who they just brought on. (laughs) (laughs) You'll never guess those bastards. No, it's like, I want to be excited about it. And I am excited about it. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but I was full time for New York City Opera. So this isn't, you know, this isn't like, finally, Valerie is full time. It's like, no, this is what I do. You know, it's just finally you know with this company that they're able they're able to actually yeah bring yeah. me on and it's time. it's nice to have that recognition of oh we value you so much that yeah that they they pooled the money for this right because you know if you think about it you know opera companies aren't doing back to back to back to back shows companies yeah. will do three four productions a year mm-hmm. you know so that's that's four months of you know four to five months of stage management needed yeah so when they're not in production they're still paying me so that's that's what i'm yeah thrilled about yes that's very very nice and i'm sure buy some clothes without holes in them (laughs) maybe that's why they did it it's like they're just tired of need some new clothes (laughs) we need to pay her more but we can't use a salary (laughs) (laughs) um so when when you say in the future you'll be director of production like what do you mean 10 years oh less 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 fewer 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 yeah um the director of production is stepping away so he's slowly stepping away um Mm -hmm. and handing me a lot of right now i'll I'll take over some of the menial tasks Mm -hmm. scheduling contracts company management type Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. um and then learning uh his more the more technical side of his job uh payroll for the for the unions and stuff like mm. that and mm. 
you know, what, what our rental properties are as far as sets and costumes and props and, you know, how to, you know, rent out yeah. the properties, um, you know, things, things like that. So I would say within five years, oh, okay. retire, probably fewer. Yeah. Um, he's just tired of doing it and wants to retire and I don't blame him. Yeah. Um, but they just want to give me, bring me in and train me. Yes. To do it the way they want it done. You know what I mean? It's not like, it's not necessarily that I need training. It's to do it the way they do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is super, super exciting. And congratulations. Can't think of a person that deserves this more. Oh, thank you. No, truly. Truly. Like, well, especially the, the, the big promotion. I mean, yeah, salary, you just should have had that. But understandably, like the, the arts are incredibly underfunded because you know, America thinks it's a a, a nonprofit <laughs> business. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Grumble, grumble. Um, how, how do we teach our children to speak uh, with song? How do we teach yeah. them to express with arts and drawing yeah. and chalk? It's like, you know, everyone's refrigerator is covered with art because that's how we teach our kids like to express. Playing pretend and playing dress up, whatever. Yes. I digress. That is a whole nother. That's a whole nother thing. So congratulations, Valerie. Thanks, Sammy. That's that's great. Thank you. Season four, episode 13, after school special. Sam and Dean go undercover at their old high school, causing them to flash back to when Sam was picked on by the school bully and Dean was popular. Written by Andrew Dabb and Daniel Laughlin and directed by Adam Kane. I um two- I had mixed it, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I think those are those all three of those names sound newbie to me. Yeah, I was I did every time I say that I don't know them, it turns out that I do know them, but I don't truly know these people. So I when I saw the like preview of this episode, I got excited because it was like they show you the the dean as the gym coach. Yes. You know, scene. I was like, oh my God, I love this episode. But boy, this episode turns dark real quick. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I was, I ended up like, oh, this was another hard episode to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, so I kind of felt like they pulled the rug out from under me a little bit. Because it yeah. starts out as kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, it well, not for the <laughs> not in the very beginning, but for the no. for the for the brothers, it does. Uh, you know, but then it's like, whoop. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know if it's because it didn't age well, or mm. um, that's maybe not the right term, but it it hits differently now than it did maybe you know then. at that time, yeah. or if the writers kind of took a heavy subject and approached it a little bit too lightly, you know, without the proper gravitas that it needed. Yes. Yes, Um, exactly. Maybe it's a combination of those things, but I, yeah, I also had mixed feelings about it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they, you know, in the, in the overview, it tells you that it, you know, they hit on bullying, like Sam being bullied as a kid. And I will admit that bullying Back when I was a student, far different than bullying today, just yeah. because of the, uh, I mean, social media alone, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that can, people can anonymously bully you 
Yeah. So the the number, the amount, the weight of, you know, it's not just being knocked out on the playground, you know, or being pushed down at the bus stop, you know, being slammed into lockers. That mm-hmm. stuff all happened. But now it's compounded by somebody filmed it and somebody sent it to the entire high school population. And now yeah. every high school saw this video of you getting your pants pulled down. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's that type of thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And there's also like you can hide behind the mask of anonymity, which I was a victim of <laughs> right when the Internet was like starting to be a thing. Um, a, thing. a girl did try. She emailed me basically and told me that I should kill myself. Um, and she thought she was being anonymous. But but at that time, this is like in AOL days when. Right. Right. You could, I, th- I think that you could change the name of what it looked like when you were sending something. So like when you received an email, it, you could write whatever name popped up Whoever in the sender's box or whatever. Right. So it showed up as anonymous, but if you clicked a few buttons, you could see the email address that it came mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. And this girl had a very unique last name and i was from a very very small town so it's like okay it's obvious that it was this girl this girl <laughs> there's yeah. literally nobody else with this last name around um yeah, i can't like, imagine having that around you know because right? when you have that mask of like no one knows who's saying this then it mm-hmm. gives you like this freedom to say anything and like the worst kinds of things yep Yep. And then you get applauded for it because more and more people go, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. My, um, when my sister was in high school, uh, they had slam books, which was essentially oh, kind of like, like a, the burn like book, bitch that, book that's yes. in Mean Girls. Okay. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so it was a notebook literally being passed around that people would, you know, bitch about you in, wow. and they just pass it around. Um, but yeah, so. I think you're right. They 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 glossed over something. The writers glossed over, I think, a very heavy subject, which has affected, I think, all of us at some point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was bullied, but I was bullied in the sense of I was short. I had buck teeth. You know, it was that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So this episode was made me a little raw. Made me a little yeah. raw with, with the bullying. Also, same. It was like it, it brought a little bit of like PTSD out and, and also hurt people hurt people. Uh, which which this episode does show but I also unfortunately kind of did that also you know there was a time when I experienced a little bit of of power when I moved to a new school and got in with like this crowd that was I wouldn't say popular but no Mm -hmm. one messed with them Um, but within that crowd I was the bullied one but then I outwardly put it out towards everybody else right um and I was known as a, a pretty big bitch for a couple of years until I kind of was like, whoa, I need to, I stepped back and I looked and I was like, okay, this is not, not me, <laughs> not who yeah. I want to be. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. I think I evened out eventually, but. You're fine. <laughs> so anyway, right. now that our, that that's off of our chest. Yeah. So this is another, then. yeah, this is another standalone episode. Mm-hmm. We don't have the, the story arc. We don't have the Sam's arc in this one. Right. Um, right. It is a good old salt and burn, though. Good old yes. salt and burn episode. So I yep. was like, yay for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, finally. <laughs> it's been a while. What's, why did we name our podcast this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So in our then, it is all about dad. 
it is just like he's an asshole <laughs> like like these yeah. clips that they showed i was like oh my god what a terrible father <laughs> yeah now i understand why the fandom is so like anti-john <laughs> just from this like 30 second recap yeah um leaving the kids alone for days at a motel kicking yep. sam out when he just wanted to do something else right. um changing the rules basically yeah. saying if you leave then stay out and so yeah. like yeah but you you said i could go yeah like you <laughs> and then later he's like this isn't the life that i ever wanted for you or something like that so i'm like make up your goddamn mind, your mind motherfucker yeah and yeah and not only just leaving them but then like not coming back when he said he was going to come back yeah you know that that whole thing um ugh. yeah john what a jerk yeah <laughs> watch out but the underlining theme though for dean is watch out for sammy yes watch out for your brother so in our now we are in a high school in the cafeteria sometimes the worst time of the day as evidenced by this scene right. <laughs> So you've got the cheerleaders and the football players sitting together, or I should say the jocks. I don't know if they're actual football players. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Um, and they're harassing one of their other cheerleader friends, you know, and they're they're like slut shaming her, which is you don't even know at this point if she was sleeping around, and even if she was, why? Why the slut shaming? The guys are like, we like sluts, and then they're like, oh no, she's a slut. Cough, cough, yeah. slut, slut. You know. And so this girl who's being slut shamed is like, what are you, what are you talking about? And ends up because they're making fun of her. She goes and sits at another table, like a, it's an almost empty table. There's one other girl sitting there by herself. Mm -hmm. um, and the girl who's at the table that she sits down at says, you know what? Don't listen to them. You know, tries to comfort this now, you know, harassed cheerleader and the cheerleader, instead of saying, you know, thanks, or, you know, I'm okay turns around and does the the exact same thing back to this girl and calls her like an ugly fat pig or something yeah and it's like uh, okay not yeah. the lashing out that i thought i was going to see hurt people hurt people yeah not that that's an excuse but it is a reason but it's a pattern yeah yeah it's a pattern. um so i'm assuming it's the next day mm -hmm. uh in the in the bathroom the the abused cheerleader girl <laughs> is has, is crying or has been crying she's you know looking at herself in the mirror or redoing her makeup trying to touch herself up um and the girl that she was mean to from the previous day walks in and uh and i thought it was she was gonna well i don't know what i thought she was gonna do but the cheerleader girl turns around and sees her and says you know hey about yesterday i'm really sorry and i'm gonna mm -hmm. say i think she was you know sincere in her yeah, apology yeah. i think um, so too uh, but the uh, the girl that she fat shamed isn't having it and slams this girl's head into the <laughs> yeah. mirror and then slams her head into the sink and then drags her body into the bathroom stall and proceeds to basically drown her in the toilet. Yeah, she swirlies her to death. <laughs> swirls her to death. That and... escalated quickly. <laughs> yes, and, and pretty gruesome, uh, yeah. I would say, because it wasn't just like, bam, bam, you know, drown, drown. Uh -huh. It was like bloody and uh -huh. violent and yeah. slamming and she's oh yeah so um and just as a as a heads up you can't actually drown somebody in a toilet but unless the toilet yeah. is okay so up. 
yeah it the scene ends with like some black goo coming out of her eye and then it's the the splash and we're moving mm -hmm. forward but i got confused when she flushed the toilet and then it proceeded to fill up with like, water yeah but it's like isn't doesn't flushing it do the opposite unless it's Clogged. Unless it's clogged and maybe she pre-clogged it you know um no maybe maybe it was a med premeditative thing premeditated uh, sure med sure, premeditative <laughs> premeditative toilet clogging <laughs> for the drowning of a cheerleader um <laughs> yeah so the uh the fat shamed girl drowns the slut shamed girl and as soon as she's done drowning her uh like you said black goo starts to drip out of her eyes um, but, uh, not before she says to the, to the drowned girl, you know, you're ugly, you yeah. know, and I'm <laughs> nice sure she back. meant like, you know, your soul is, you know, your, your personality <laughs> is ugly. You're ugly. Leak, leak black oil. Right. So what the heck, what's wrong with the, what's wrong with these kids? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So our map quest for this is Fairfax, Indiana. Yep. Which is an unincorporated territory of yep. indiana <laughs> yeah, sorry, yep Un unincorporated township mm -hmm. <laughs> yep another one of those by the skin of their teeth is real <laughs> yeah and are not controlled by any kind of mu municipality <laughs> so yep i guess they're off yep. the i guess that means they're off the grid sounds uh, kind of ideal <laughs> <laughs> right now sure does <laughs> although after watching your scary movie Oh, not yeah. so much wanting to be <laughs> yeah. off the grid in a small town. Yeah. yeah, not not so much with that. Horror in the high desert, indeed. <laughs> um, um, right. Here's a few there's... guest star shout-outs. So I only kind of wrote down ones that popped out to me or just had something interesting about them. Mm -hmm. Candace King, who plays Amanda, Teen Dean's little love interest, uh, she is from fellow CW series Vampire Diaries, which I did try to watch for a while, uh, and I just kind of uh -huh. was not really my thing, but she's a pretty big player in that. She's very cute. Uh, Brock Kelly, who plays Teen Dean. Yes. Um, probably the most perfect kid that they could ever find to play Teen Dean. <laughs> right? <laughs> and Not, I'm not only in, in looks, but yeah. Yeah, and I'm not really familiar with him outside of this episode, but I did see in his his uh, the resume that he is a, also on Days of Our Lives. And is that the one yeah. that Jensen was on? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was also um, on um, Pitch Perfect. Oh, he was, but I didn't remember. I've yeah, seen that movie a thousand times. His character's name was Howie, but I would have to go back and watch it. And... I think maybe he was just a part of one of those other uh, groups. acapella groups, you know, that yeah. don't really get a lot of screen time. Um, <laughs> uh, we have, I might be saying this right, Kanan Weba, who plays Brock, uh, Barry, the little Barry, Sam's little friend. Oh, and I uh -huh. point him out because he's a supernatural repeat, not once but two other times. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and they have already passed, so we missed him. He played <gasps> something in Faith, season one, episode 12's Faith. In and it's just listed as... In the revival? In the 10th uh, revival? Yeah, he's just faith? listed as boy victim, so I'm not sure what that was. That didn't ring any bells, and I didn't have a chance to go back and 
like relook at it and in this season's episode eight wishful thinking he is bully number one so (laughs) so he's one of the kids who's chasing yes chasing old todd (laughs) oh my gosh wow that's a quick turnaround i know wow um, well, what's amazing is that we didn't notice that that's yeah, that's like that's great mm-hmm. casting that we mm-hmm. didn't mm-hmm. we didn't notice that um and lastly colin ford who plays young sam and we've seen him before and he will play yes. young sam for a few more episodes but i just found out that he plays <laughs> jared's younger self in walker also <laughs> really yes because yes. he's got to be in his 20s now yeah he is but he's playing like <laughs> you know because jared's what in his like 30s 40s or whatever so he's playing right. like uh, back in his army days i think or something i don't watch walker but i, I did see either. like Not... a couple of clips where he's in it and yeah. i saw on his i looked on his twitter and he was like oh i'm so happy to be rejoining you know and playing going from young sammy Aww. to young cord cordal or whatever the cordell. cordial cordell, cordell. yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Oh, like, that's great. That is so cute. <laughs> that's so cute. Well, that's like a lot of folks, a lot of characters uh, went from Supernatural to Walker yeah. as family members. Uh, yeah, so he was also younger. When he was younger, he was in We Bought a Zoo, Sweet mm-hmm. Home Alabama. Oh, yeah, his his resume is probably the largest out of everybody. That yeah, yeah, and he was a voice on Family Guy, but I don't know who. I think he had voices. A, a lot of them. He was a lot of voices on Family Guy. Wow. Okay. Going places. I Going know. places. So um, I want to do some of the call-outs that, they'll, that these are probably all Dean mentions because they're movie references. Mm-hmm. Um, he calls out Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, he calls out Heather's. Uh, and he calls out 21 Jump Street. Now, the 21 Jump Street, the TV show, not the movies, because the movies weren't made back then. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's the Heathers one? Uh, Martha Dump Truck. Oh. He mentions Martha Dump Truck. And also Dead Poet Society. Yes, Captain, my Captain. Mm-hmm. He was full of them. He was full of them really? in this episode. Uh, and it's interesting that, you know, Dean as the adult was having a good time i think in this episode dean as a young a younger dean initially was but did not end up having such a good time in this episode yeah so moving on let's see i i made a note that i can um you know they talk one of the things that comes up in this episode is sam and dean's uh different experiences of being the new kids in school every you know every so often they're the new kids and it's like i can totally relate to that because sometimes being the new kid was awesome mm-hmm. and other times being the new kid was terrible mm-hmm. you know and it's like sometimes you're invisible sometimes mm-hmm. you're you're the center of attention and both times like those could be you know both a good thing and a bad thing yeah so i yeah. could relate to both of them having to stand in the yeah. front of the classroom yeah. you know okay so we open on April, who was the um, fat shamed girl from earlier, in a hospital being interviewed by either doctor or nurse Sam. Just bedside Sam. That's all Bed- he has to be. Super bedside Sam. He was <laughs> like on peak bedside here because she's like, I don't want to tell anybody. Everyone thinks I'm crazy. And he's like, but I'm not everybody. Yes. And then he's got I'll that puppy dog you. face. Yep. And he's wearing the whites, you know, mm-hmm. the, the sterile whites. And 
Yep. So she tells bedside Sam that she thinks she was possessed. She says, mm-hmm. because I was not in control. I watched myself do this. I tried to stop myself, but I couldn't. I was not in control. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she didn't, as, as Sam asks, uh, she didn't smell rotten eggs or sulfur or see black smoke. And she's like, what are you, nuts? <laughs> You're like, what are you, crazy? Yeah. Why are you asking me a, these things? That was a bold choice to call him crazy after she just told the story of I was possessed. You know? Right. And, and then finding comfort that he actually believes her. Yeah. And then she's crazy. like, are you crazy? <laughs> Teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> and uh so I just want to say baby is back. Yes. Baby's there back. she is. Paula's back. She's outside with Dean waiting for yeah, Sam she, to hear about. Yeah. She makes a big comeback in this episode. She's in yeah. it a lot. Um speaking of Sam returns to the car to like relay this all to Dean says like yeah, I think I believe her. It sounds like demon- demonic possession except there are no usual signs, but you know, maybe we should just check out the school anyway and just see what's there yeah but dean's like are you sure because kids can be pretty vicious they don't have to be possessed to be to be assholes yeah he's not wrong but uh they're like all right but it turns out that this all happened at a high school that at one point in time they both attended yeah and it's like okie (laughs) dokie yeah i i love how you can really tell the difference in jensen's voice because we just heard like all of these clips from like season one, you know, when Sam and Dean are talking to each other, and it's His like I'm, I'm like Dean, and then high. it goes to like who was I? Yeah, yeah, it's really great. It almost sounds like he's trying too hard. Like that's how much of a difference, like yeah, has happened voice in, dropped. in yeah. three years. Yeah, <laughs> um, a lot of mileage, a lot of mileage yeah. in three years. Yeah, and I thought this um, transition into the flashback was super groovy. The way they like ride into town, and then they just. I don't know. It was a nice smooth clip from present into into past. Yeah, it's, like dad see, driving the kids into into the town. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. I said the exact same thing. I love it. it's like Sam and Dean pull away, and you see the Impala pull away, and then you see it pull in, and it's not Sam mm-hmm. and Dean as driver. It's John, but you don't see John. Mm-hmm. He's kind of shadowed, so we don't see yeah. the we don't see uh the actual John. But anyway, yeah. and the license plate is different on the Impala. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find anything about it. I was just like, it's a license plate. It's just a license plate. Um, And uh, so, like, the car pulls up and, like, cutie boy Dean and Sam get out of the car. Mm -hmm. Dean gets out. He's still wearing dad's brown leather jacket. Uh He gets out, walks around to the other side of the car. Sam gets out and Sam is, like, four feet tall (laughs) (laughs) and his backpack is as big as he is he's pulling up his pants because they're a little too big because he's this skinny little kid yeah i'm like oh my god he's so tiny he's so cute compared to to, like dean who is a full-blown teenager i mean like you know almost 18 year old maybe even you know 19 yeah he was he was a senior um yeah like when he walks into into the class yeah and sammy's a freshman i think i think so um but i just gosh the difference in their in just their looks i mean height alone you know <laughs> yeah. which is you know comedy considering that you know jared towers <laughs> above everybody yeah, <laughs> the uh the chiron says uh truman high school 1997 so it's like aha a flashback <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but as they're you know they wave dad off dad drives off and 
Dean is giving Sam his, you know, his big brother talk, which is, all right, you know, here we go. You got your books, you got your lunch, you got your butterfly knife, you know, you got your weapon. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and uh, Sam's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's just, it's another, another new school. Is this ever going to end? I know he is not excited about it because he knows like this isn't going to last. You know, he's only going to be there for a few months. Yep. Um, and whereas Dean doesn't care, you know, no books, yeah. no cares, no nothing. He knows he's not going to be there and he doesn't care. It's yeah. Cause even when he whatever. goes into the class and is super misogynistic to his teacher, um, yes. in fact, you know, when as, as good I as this didn't. guy was at Dean, I did not, not like good. Dean. <laughs> that was not good. That was, you know what? I can't imagine that even Dean at that age would have been calling his teacher sweetie or i i can actually really (laughs) i can see dean doing that because it's like where would he have learned that behavior is i don't know i I don't know he's he's raised by tv you know he goes like from motel room to uh, motel room his parents aren't there you know his mom is dead and his dad is never there so he's just on his own so he doesn't have good examples to follow from and especially if you're moving from place to place to place and never forming any close relationships Uh and you're a cocky teenage kid who thinks he's a hero you know he can get away with anything right so i think even even sam probably would have been that way had he been a few years older yeah Yeah, i just didn't like it i was like oh i I don't like this i did not like like this this guy did yeah. not like him at all. In fact, like, like even just I, the, just his facial expressions, like God, you're such a douche, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And I have thoughts about that at the end of this episode. Yeah, um, um, the boys have two very different, you know, experiences. Like in Sam's class, you know, say hi to Sam, hi Sam, and then in Dean's class, everyone's like the teachers, like say hi to Dean, and nobody says anything. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I like that Sam's class is reading The Outsiders, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, total correlation to, you know, the boys and their life. Yeah. Um, And the school play, did you see what play they were doing? No. It was written on the class board, Grease. (laughs) (laughs) The school drama department's doing Grease. (laughs) So Sam, in his classroom, you know, he takes a seat and he immediately befriends this, uh, this kid named Barry. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, cause his, he's, you know, trying to take a seat and his, his butterfly knife falls out of his backpack and Barry's, like, Ooh, cool. You know, kind of like, let's be friends. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and as soon as, uh, you know, Sam settles himself, the kid who's sitting behind Barry, like leans behind him and starts like flicking his ear. And of course, Barry does have these like cab door ears. They are just sticking out. I mean, they're super cute. Um, but of course the kid behind him is flicking them and Sam sees this and is like, dude, stop. And the kid behind him doing the flicking is like, you are you going to make me, you know, type of thing. Yeah. yeah. So the bullying begins and, uh, oh, he said, no, he says, you know, you want to take his place. And Sam's like, yeah, try me. Yeah. You know, try to do that to me. Mm-hmm. So it's like little Sam is already so sure of himself, you know? And I mm-hmm. liked that his self-confidence in that role is, yeah. is, you know, uh, already evident. We jump, don't we? This is where we jump back to the future. Yes, this is now present time. Present time. And another kind of cute transition writing-wise, because earlier in the car, you know, Dean's like, well, what are our covers? And, uh, and Sam's like, well, I got some ideas. 
And then we cut to after the flashback. Sam is a janitor. Yes. And Dean is the substitute gym teacher. (laughs) 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 And the best getup ever. (laughs) Did did you read that, like, this was one of jared's favorite costume for jensen really no idea. yes he's like i could not stop laughing it's like you you can see their takes where he's just like anytime he like actually looks up and down at jensen he's laughing he's absolutely it was one of their favorite costumes for jensen because he is the camera starts at dean's feet and he's wearing white sneakers he's wearing white knee socks like jock socks with the like red red stripes uh-huh. yeah and then naked knees. <laughs> and then he's wearing these tight polyester gym shorts with a belt. <laughs> I didn't with notice a, the belt. With a white logo shirt tucked in, going all the way up. Ready for this? A red sweatband. Yep. I mean, and a whistle. Yes. He's got the gym whistle. Have to have the whistle because it makes him their god. Yes. And he's he's loving this. Oh, yeah. And I said a little bit later, it's like, I think in another life, Dean would have been a great gym teacher. Oh, he embodied every gym teacher I think I've ever had. (laughs) Absolutely. I've experienced every moment of Dean uh, in gym class. Oh, my God. When he throws that ball at the kid oh. <laughs> like full force i doubled over in laughter i was like the, that is the funniest the wind up ah. the follow through oh my god you could see the power that he put into that oh i'm like how i'm hoping that they like change right that there. ball like right a foot there. from him <laughs> he's trying to teach the kids how to play dodgeball and he's like there's one rule of dodgeball and it's dodge and he just picks up a ball and wails this kid from like oh one God. foot it, away. It like caught me so off guard because it happened so fast. Like it, if I had anything, if I was drinking anything, it would have been a spit take for me for sure. Because yeah. I was just like, oh my yeah. God, it just happened. Well, this is why I love, like I wanted to love this episode. Because I'm like, oh, yeah. it's going to be this great episode of like fun oh and hijinks God. and stuff. Yeah. And, and that's like, the end of the hijinks. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Within pretty the much. first five minutes. Yeah, but I the thing with those dodgeballs, like, did you ever have to play dodgeball with those yes. balls, or was it outlawed yes. by then? Okay, no, it was not outlawed because it's like those rubber, those hollow rubber balls that make that sound when you get beamed in the face or whatever. It's like pong. Yep. Um. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's it's that same experience of this is your nightmare, but at the same time, when you get somebody out. It's like you're on top of the world and you're like, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. until you get hit in the head and then you're like, I hate this game. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So I think there are there are a couple things here that maybe date this episode. Uh, One, this is like a few years after the Dodgeball movie came out, which was like a huge hit. And just people were quoting from it and referencing it years afterward. Yeah. Don't get me Even sometimes now, you'll sometimes hear a dip, duck, dodge, dip, duck, dive, and dodge. They didn't do it here. It was just dodge, but... (laughs) Right. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. You can dodge a ball, right. Um, And (laughs) maybe I'm I'm, uh, pulling at some threads here, but when the kid says something about Ms. Boudreau doesn't let us play dodgeball, and then Dean (laughs) says she's in Massachusetts getting married right now. Massachusetts allowed gay marriage in 2004... 
So oh. I wonder if that was a dig at <laughs> the lady gym teacher About being the lady a lesbian. Gym teacher. <laughs> good. Good catch. Thanks. Absolutely. I'm going to say absolutely. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you notice um uh, what's his name? <laughs> Sam, I'm sorry, I'm so worked up over this <laughs> this scene. So Sam walks in and has witnessed like Dean being, you know, coach yeah. Dean and loving mm -hmm. every second of it. Yeah. Um, and so when when Dean sees that Sam is watching, he's like, "All right, you know, have at it, kids. You know, go yeah. play," and like lets the kids loose to go play dodgeball. And so Sam is talking to Dean about, you know, we didn't find anything, or what did we find? And of course, how much Dean loves that that whistle. Um. That the kid who raised his hand and was like, Mrs. So-and-so doesn't let us play, gets hit in the face yeah. <laughs> with a ball. It ends up with a bloody nose. And if you watched um, Sam, he totally flinches. He's like, oh, oh. you know, and really? Dean just kind of looks. He's like, walk it off, sport. You know? <laughs> Way to hustle. <laughs> so it's like, again, the difference between the brothers, you know, Sam is like all empathetic, like, oh, man, yeah. that was a bad hit. And Dean's like, no, you're fine. You know? Yeah. Good game. Good game. Walk it off. <laughs> so Sam basically says, "We there's nothing here. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. find so, anything. So maybe and... they should go, but after lunch, because it's Sloppy Joe Day. Slap it, Joe. Slap it, slap it, Joe. So um, next we see uh, we're in home ec. This is this is not going to end well for anybody, as we can all see. Um, there's a giant. Yeah, especially when we go from the brother saying, "Oh, there's nothing here. It's there's fine." There's nothing here. Home ec class where the <laughs> and then kids we cut are to food processors, food processing, and blendering of of. Uh, what was it? Um, I don't know, it's like green peppers or celery, <laughs> some kind of vegetable or something. Um, yeah, so there's a jock kid who's like bullying his lab partner for, hey, I need your notes again, or, you know, didn't you do my homework for me? And uh, the the smart kid is like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to give you my notes this time, you know? And the jock's like, well, what are you going to do about it if I, you know, make you yeah, give he, it to me? Yeah, he threatens him like, I'm going to put my fist through your throat if you don't. And this nerdy guy who's kind of been like a little space and out um, and obviously doesn't talk this way usually because jock guy is like caught off guard by his responses. Right. You know, he's like, oh, this fist takes it and then shoves it into the food processor where it yeah. ends up being like completely chopped up. <laughs> Splatter, 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 just yes. like the garbage disposal. We all saw it coming. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Um. But like immediately though, the kid who like jammed the jock's hand into the blender like passes out. He's just like on the floor. Yeah. yeah. Sam's um, there to catch the... it just right in time. Yeah. While the rest of the class runs screaming out of the room and the teacher like wrapped up the, you know, the mangled kid hands and like hustles mm -hmm. everybody out of the classroom. And uh, so Sam sees this and rushes to him just in time to see that black oily goo and doesn't drip out of the kid's eye, it drips out of his ear this time. Yep. You know, it's like, hmm. All right, so I guess we're sticking around. So the next thing we see is Sam walking around with the EMF detector, like, we're going to find something. <laughs> yep. um, but there's no EMF to find. There's nope. nothing there. Nope. Um, Dean meets up with him in a bright red tracksuit uh, coming from a non-violence assembly. Um <laughs> Sorry, I just remember the assemblies. I just remember I getting called into assembly. Or um, did you have dare? 
D-A-R-E. Yeah. Yeah. Dare to was, keep like, a kid off, kid drugs. off drugs. Yep. The, the lion. And I had to go through Dare twice because I went to a couple, a few different schools. And one school, we did it, they did it in fifth grade. And then the next school I went to, they did it in sixth grade. You're only supposed to do it once. So it gets like a one-time shot. But because of where my moves lined up, I had to do where it twice in a row. Yeah. It's like, uh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so this is not demonic possession, but ghostly possession, as evidenced by the ectoplasm, which is a rare thing, but it can happen if a spirit yep. is angry enough. However, they're not finding any EMF, so, like, what's the deal? Where did this ghost die? Let's see if we can find anybody that's that's died on campus and where they died and, and bleep, bleep, blop. Yep. Dean did find that out already. He was, like, a couple steps ahead of Sam, actually. Went digging through the principal's office and found a couple things. <laughs> One, which cheerleaders are illegal, which, gross, did not yes. like that. Did not like that. Even if I think, like, okay, these kids are in their 20s, that's still not... No. No. Okay. We don't go, we don't go looking for that. No. That's, that's gross. That's no. gross. There are, and, there are plenty of women in the world who are your age and be well beyond the legal limit yes. and not... And, and more than willing. What? Yeah. And more than willing. And not ones who are in high school who just happen to be 18. Yeah. Gross. There was... When I first started watching this show... This was one of the reasons why I didn't like the show is yeah. some of the Deanism, some of the yeah. horn dogness of Dean. It's like, I love the characters. I love the brothers, but it's like, if I could erase something from this, from his character, it would be this. Yeah. Um, cause just I just like, just like cut like, it down to like a quarter of amount just cause it was yeah. so much, you know? And then like, but it was so much and yeah. so inappropriate. Yeah. But, Besides the inappropriateness, he also found that there was a suicide back in 98 in the girls' bathroom, which is where the first murder happened. And unfortunately, it was little Barry, Sam's Sam's friend. Yeah. Yeah. And Sam reveals that he knew Barry when he was a kid, which takes us to our next flashback. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's Sam helping Barry as Barry's being bullied. Um. And it's this time it's in the hallway where all the kids are seeing Barry get his books like knocked out of his hands and, you know, typical. Yeah. Um, at the same time, Dean is in the janitor's closet, <laughs> dot, 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 janitor's closet, um, <laughs> macking with, uh, with the pretty blonde girl that he, you know, met in his homeroom class. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's surprised that dean you know that he lives in a hotel that his parents are there that he doesn't have a curfew and instead of thinking it's cool because dean thinks it's cool he thinks that you know the kids all think he's cool because of this she's like no that's you don't you miss having your family around yeah you know not everybody feels that their parents are a a restriction on their lives or that their parents aren't necessary in their lives um and so i think this is maybe the first girl who has said you know you may be the bad boy, you know, so to speak, but you know, what do you mean you don't have any, any rules or guidance or structure? Yeah. Yeah. She was like, it was like she was drawn in by his like smooth bad boyness until she wasn't, 
You know, yeah. she was just like, this is kind of sexy. But then it was like, oh, it's a little bit too much. It's kind of weird that you live in a motel and yeah. like don't really have parents around ever. Um, yeah. But I don't know. You're still kind of sexy. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, of... she makes a good point, though. She's like, well, don't you miss your dad? Yeah. You know, don't you miss? I, I. That's a great question. Yeah. That don't maybe he him? has not ever been asked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to be upset because you're always being left behind. But one thing that's never addressed is, do you miss your dad in your life? You know, yeah. having that personality. You yeah. don't have to always like your parents. So back in the hallway, uh, it turns out the bully's name is Dirk. Um, and Dirk, the ear flicker, is punishing Sam for defending Barry. And uh, But Dirk gets caught, like, punching Sam. And mm -hmm. so he gets in trouble by the teachers. So that's never a good thing when the bully gets caught because then the bully blames the person that he was beating up for, you know, you, I got caught because I was beating you up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but also it, it, it should be noted that Sam stayed down. Like he gets punched to the ground by this guy and he kind of stays down. Yeah. And I, I think even not knowing that they've been like trained or whatever i think we could say that he could have easily taken that guy and chose not, not to. to yep yep and we but i think we yeah you're right you can kind of see that that it was mm -hmm. a calculated you know yes move on, on exactly. sam's part yeah yep so going from sam then to sam now um sam and dean have found barry's adult remains his teenage yeah. remains um and they salt and burn berries remains and sam's yeah. a little you know he's like oh you know i knew this kid and now i'm salting and burning his bones yeah and i think he's i mean i wrote that he was super bummed but i think it's a lot of guilt that he's taking on because i think maybe he he feels oh if i would have stayed maybe he wouldn't have done this because they did have right. a connection and i think barry did feel protected by right. Sam, especially as we'll see by the end of the episode, you know, that he, he did, he had like a, a protector or at least yeah. a friend, somebody that he connected you know? with. Yeah. 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 Cause earlier course, in this flashback, you know, Barry's like, you know, whatever, I'll be out of here in three years and going to vet school because animals are way better than people. Better than people. Yeah. Yeah. So guilt, but also, you know, they're again, looking at his life. What is my life? My life is salting and burning. You know, my yeah. friend's bones. Yeah. You know, so. And and, uh, and Dean tries to comfort him by saying, listen, he had like a whole host of problems. He was like on all these medications, you know, and they would not have been solved by you being yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, then he kind of switches it. He's like, I don't understand why you're so connected to the school, especially after what happened to you. This place was terrible. <laughs> yeah. And so now we have to go, huh, what, what happened? What happened? What happened? And flashback. Yeah. <laughs> um so sam is actually standing up for himself with dean so young sam and young dean are talking yeah and sam is standing up for himself saying uh because clearly dean heard about the the fight in the hallway and you know dean is saying you know i'll rip his lungs out you know mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and sam's like i don't need you to fight my battles for me you know i can i can do this on my own what if dad were here i was like i don't i don't need this 
Yeah, it's like, so well, we he isn't own. here, so you know, yeah. I can't yeah, answer this question. Still, that still isn't here. Yes, that's another thing. Is like I don't know how long they've been there at this point, mm-hmm. but it's way longer than they anticipated to be. And then he yep. called like earlier and said, "Oh, it's going to be at least another week." So, yeah. So you know, it, it went from "Oh, we'll be here for a couple of weeks" to I I, I don't know how long right. they were there. Let's say a month, two months. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Dean still doesn't have any books, but, you know. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's still not back, and the boys still have to figure things out on their own. Um, yeah. Without yeah. him. But but Dean does say, and this is where we see that Dean, uh, Sammy could have fought Dirk, because Dean is just like, you could have taken him. Are you kidding me? Like, we got yeah. skills. And Sam's like, I didn't want to be the freak. I just want to go, like, the normal. And there's that yeah. word. Didn't yeah. want to be the freak. Didn't want yep. to be a freak. Because Dirk, I think, also calls him that. Yeah. Is it earlier or later? I don't know. Dirk calls I... him it at some point. Yeah. Um But then, you know, he changes the subject and he says something. Well, at least you got Amanda. Dean's like, she wants me to meet her parents. That's not a good idea. And he's not I wrong. Don't do good with parents. <laughs> right. Right. So uh, back in English class, um, uh, Sam's teacher has taken an interest in Sam's writing and calls him, you know, to stay after class for a couple minutes and is like, you know, you're not in trouble, but you know, this was supposed to be your, this writing assignment was supposed to be nonfiction. <laughs> and uh, so you wrote about your family killing werewolves and he's yeah. like, you sure this isn't, you know, nonfiction. Yeah, yeah. And, and Sam's like, Oh, you know, <laughs> and, but the teacher at least sees some, you know, promise in, yeah. in how he wrote about his family and how he described his family members and, you know, their relationships and stuff and encourages Sam to, to, you know, if that's what you want to do, if you want to write, you should write. I'm not going to fail you for, you know, not doing the assignment properly. You still did a really good paper. So, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. good job, boyo. Yeah, um, because Sammy is also, he is like Dean in the way that he's like, I'm only going to be here a couple of months. So, I mean, you can fail me if you want. It's really not going to make a difference, yeah. unfortunately. And then Mr. Wyatt is like, no, I'm not going to fail you. And then he asks Sammy a question that he's never been asked before, which is, do you even want to go through and like follow in the footsteps, the family footsteps? Right. Yeah. Does that make you happy? Yeah. Or and that's important because then Sammy, Sammy even, young little Sammy is just like, I have mm. never been asked that question before. But no. <laughs> Like, yeah. hell no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, have a, I have a dumb question. Wasn't the the first werewolf episode of Supernatural, wasn't that their first werewolf? It may not have been John's, but I think it was their first werewolf encounter. So maybe maybe Sammy was writing about John's werewolf encounter. Maybe. I, I'm totally blanking on... Oh, the chick. The, oh, the chick that we liked. Madison. The one that, that he had to kill. Yeah. Because I thought that was their first werewolf encounter. I'm not, I'm not positive if it was their first werewolf or not. But probably, I feel like every monster that they have encountered in the show is like, this is the first time that we've ever seen it. Until <laughs> Which now flashback. that you think it's... about it, kind of seems silly since they've been doing this for They're so terrible long. terrible hunters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we're back in the now and Sam has some unfinished business uh, and is back at the school because they think that, you know, they've salt and burned the bones. It's time to leave town. But before they do... Sam wants to go and try to find his writing teacher. He wants to have his, oh, Captain, my captain moment with yep. Mr. Wyatt. Yep. 
But as he's uh, about to go into that teacher's classroom, someone, a student behind him in the hallway, lone student in an empty hallway, uh, is like, hey, can you tell me how to get to the classroom, blah, blah, blah. And not thinking anything of it, Sam seems to remember how to get around all these classrooms after all these years. And, you know, gives instructions. Yes, you get to room 305, you go down this hall, take a left, and that's mm -hmm. the third door on your right. I couldn't tell you, you know. Don't even remember what my high school looks like on the inside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't remember, like, our apartment number in New York, <laughs> yeah, you know, and that no. was just, like, you know, two, two years two ago. A. So, so, and just as Sam turns back around after giving instructions, the student behind him is like, you know, thanks, Sam. Boy, you've sure gotten taller. Mm-hmm. And Sam turns around and is like, qua? <laughs> you know, <laughs> A, how do you know my name? And B, what? Yeah. And just as he has that look of, you know, like, what on his face, the student, like, takes out a knife and tries to stab him. Does stab him. Does stab him. Does, does stab him. Yeah, she oh, stabs yeah. him. It's but like, It's like a screwdriver or something. It's like something yeah. really sharp and pointy. I don't know if it Thanks, was a knife. Sam. but Stab. Stabs in the chest. Uh, yeah. kicks him in the in the beanbag and then yeah. punches him up like so hard that he like flies across the room right and when she's like walking towards him menacingly she's got like black goo leaking out of her mouth this time so now we have like see no evil hear no evil speak no evil <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's slow enough that he has time to like pour some salt into his hand and then he yes. like force feeds it into the mouth of the student which expels the ghost out of her. Like, like and, explodes this yeah. ghost out of her. That was a pretty cool effect, I that was say. That was pretty cool. But I also liked the fact that, um, you know, Sam continues to hold the girl. Like, she mm -hmm. collapses in his yeah. arms. And he actually kind of cradles and caresses her. Not caresses in a sick way, but, like, holds her yeah. in a yeah. caring way. Like, mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, this poor girl was just possessed by a ghost. Yeah. You know, as opposed yeah. to this bitch just stabbed me. And... Uh, <laughs> kick me in the balls yeah i thought that was it was just sweet to see you know that sam he's the protective mm -hmm. side he's the protector yeah um so clearly not barry if they yep. burned his bones so this ghost yep. is not barry yeah um so what else is going on right um which they try to figure out in this next shot which is a sunset uh baby shot next to a bridge <laughs> you know Pulling liquor out of a cooler. <laughs> the green um, cooler, which yeah. becomes canon. Dean gives Sam a cold whiskey bottle to put on his beanbag. Um, and he, <laughs> he he makes kind of like the same threats that he did like 10 years ago, you know, yeah, about the, the kid who beat words. him up. Yeah. The exact same words. I'll rip his lungs out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But because this ghost knew his name, it was de it's just definitely personal. What did they miss? What's going on? It's not very... And when Dean checks, like, the, the roster of things, he notices, oh, they're all on the same bus. Yeah, all three of these possessed kids rode the same bus. How did we forget? How did we not see this? Yeah. Um, so, um, so maybe the bus is haunted? Yeah. And then, so this is a new, like, ghost lore at this point, that ghosts aren't just trapped in the place like they're not trapped haunting the place where they died or where their body ended up mm -hmm. um it's it's apparently ghosts can jump bodies and then possess yeah you know if they if they have the strength to possess somebody maybe they can travel as far as that possessed person will will allow them, them to until they're expelled and then they're kind of like bounced back to their their yeah. um starting point 
they can jump body to body. So that's yeah. kind of a new thing. And Mimbo San Medina are like, well, that's new. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, great. It's not, it's <laughs> not out of the realm of possibilities, but great. We didn't, this is something new we got to deal with. This was present day Dean that I thought was being a douchebag. And I, I didn't know that the Martha dump truck was a reference to Heather's because I had not seen Heather's, but yeah. he says, Martha dump truck, revenge of the nerds and hello kitty, which I did not, I was just like, wow, Dean, this is. Yeah. Well, Martha Dump Truck being the the chubby girl. Yeah. Even like. And then. With or without the reference to a a movie. Yeah. It's just still like a mean thing to say about somebody. And Revenge of the Nerds. I mean, yeah, it was. Revenge of the Nerds. Okay, whatever. It was stereotypes of each of the characters. Yeah. The Hello Kitty thing like really made me go, whoa, that was distasteful. (laughs) Yeah. Not good. Well. So they go and check out the school bus that the kids rode. Um, and there uh, is EMF. Ooh, they yeah. do find Big EMF time. on the school bus. Uh, and Dean checks out the uh, the glove box and they check out the bus driver. And it looks like it's a new driver um, or, or at least a newly licensed mm-hmm. bus driver. Um, and his name's Dick uh, Dirk McGregor Sr. It's Dirk's dad. Yeah, yet another person that Sammy knew. And Dean's like, who didn't like who don't <laughs> <Yeah>. you know <laughs> you know so clearly again different experiences sam remembers he actually made relationships in the school dean made one and and that i guess was forgot it. about and, and it he, or... yep and he blew it <laughs> at the same he time he blew it yeah um, um so then we cut back to another flashback um where dirk starts starts up yet another fight with sam and barry but this time mm-hmm. after a lot of prodding. Sam does fight back. You know, he does stand up and say, "You know what? No, We're not I a can... lose Chester." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you want lose Chester, yeah, and absolutely whips the living shit out of Dirk, unleashes on him. I have to say, I guess just because you know, maybe you can relate. Being a small person myself, it was just satisfying um, satisfying to see this tiny little kid beat the ever-loving shit out of this <laughs> yeah holy guy and, and have the big kid who's been using his weight and and size uh-huh. to his advantage look shocked and completely dumbfounded yeah. like unable to even fight back it wasn't just like oh no you didn't it was just ne- he's never been hit back before yeah yeah, and probably never, never expected little, yep. as he said, midget Sam Winchester to, yep. to do so this. So not only to hit him. back, but hurt him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and in the end, instead of like kicking sand in his face when he was done, he calls him Dirk the Jerk. And of course, all the kids who are watching this fight, who are like, you know, fight, 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 now turn into, yeah, Dirk the Jerk. Dirk the jerk. Yeah, so now like, the bully. Oh yeah, that's a good one. We never thought of that before. <laughs> <laughs> so now the bully has a nickname. Um, which you know, good. <laughs> yeah. At this point, you're like, yeah, you deserve yeah. that. Yeah. There's there's worse things that you know, but okay, it's a TV show, so they can't really go into it. So um, Dirk the jerk runs off, butt hurt, so to speak. Um, and now we're in the now. Yeah, um, and the boys are at Dirk Senior's house, um, d- visiting as old friends of Dirk Junior. Which his his dad is like, I don't really remember him having a lot of friends. friends. 
because yeah. he had a lot of trouble in school. You know, he was picked on a lot. He was bullied. Um, yeah. He was poor. You know, kids really grabbed onto that. His mother died when he was 13 after yeah. he, like, really took care of him. And he never really yeah, talked so she, about her. Yeah, he watched his mother get sick and suffer and die. Yeah, yeah. Um, he got picked on. Kids had a mean nickname for him. Whoops. <laughs> Dirk the jerk. Um, and he ended up turning to alcohol and drugs and then just I, I, died. It's assumed I'm, I'm he eventually overdosed. Overdose. Yeah. 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 And it's like, part of me is like, while I feel bad, Dirk was angry and a jerk before Sam came along. Um, he was, but <clears throat> maybe he was angry and maybe they were calling him poor and dirty and, you know, all of those names yes. before Sam came along. Sam came and along. that's why. And that's why he was a bully. Um, mm -hmm. But he was just so big and, like, I guess exuded yeah. such jerkness that no one, like, really wanted to, to mess with him. But then Sam beating him up, like, in, as a spectacle, like, with an audience, then it was just like, right. oh, he's not as invincible as we all thought. Right. I think the reason I brought that up is because Sam takes this burden on. Yeah. Like, you immediately, as soon as... Dirk, Dirk Sr. says, you know, oh, and he had a nickname. You know, he was bullied and he, you know, the kids had a mean nickname for him. You totally see Sam be like, oh my gosh, this is all my fault. He doesn't say yeah. it, but you see it in his body language. So the reason I pointed out that, you know, Dirk was a, a bully before Sam came along is yeah. like, I feel like Sam took on too much. He did, you know, especially with, with Barry too. You know, he's just like, oh God. My right. friend, if, my little friend, Barry, you know, he didn't have any yeah. friends after I left. He, if I was there, maybe he wouldn't have killed himself. Yeah. And then Dirk, maybe if I had not beat him up like I initially wanted to do, maybe he would not have, right. you know, right. killed himself or overdosed or, you know, right. went right. that well, yeah, direction. Right. It's like, Sam. <laughs> okay. So as it turns out, Dirk was cremated, uh, but dad did keep a lock of his hair. I'm and laughing course, because of the way that Dean, like, approached this whole thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. just like, oh, straightforward. Oh, Dean. Oh, Dean. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, where do you keep that? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we want to pay, pay our respects. His where is his grave? Oh, did you cremate all of him? Right. Um, <laughs> no, I kept a lock of his hair. No, I mean, I guess it paid keep... off, you know, because he... right. Did tell but them, it's like, well, no, actually, but it was just like, oh, God. <laughs> Blurt. Yes. I wish I had, a, like, a nickname for, like, Dean and his blurting, you know, straightforwardness. So uh, later that night, uh, we see the school bus. Uh, we assume it's the Dirk Sr.'s school bus uh, coming back from, I'm assuming, <clears throat> a, like, a sporting event. It's got, like, it's got a, a sports ball team and coaches <laughs> yes. on, the, uh, on the bus, and they're getting driven back down these dark, smoky country roads foggy country roads and the bus like hits uh spike strips or something blows out its tires and pulls off onto the side of the road yes um and and we know that the bus driver is possessed because we see some black goo leaking out from somewhere i think it was his nose or something oh uh, yeah um so they just like thanks no for evil. substituting mr gregor and he was just like oh, yeah. Yeah, them. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> i'll drive um, the bus for you yeah <laughs> Yeah, so the bus flat tires pulls off on the side of the road and op pup, you know, Dean and Sam uh, yeah. with the rock salt shotgun. 
and Sam is calling out for Dirk. And it's the bus driver guy uh, who responds. He's like, you know, Ooh, it's you, Sam, type of thing. And behind uh, behind him, Sam, uh, Dean pops up and wraps up, like grabs him and wraps him up in the in salt-soaked rope, I think. Is that, that is what, that was? what they said, yes. is the, okay. the rope has been soaked in salt water, so he cannot escape. It's a foolproof plan. Of uh... course. <laughs> and of course, everybody on the bus is like looking out the window watching this. They're like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> you know? Oh my God. I have words about these reaction or lack of reaction from these kids but uh dean goes into the bus to like look for the lock of hair which yep. uh dirk senior had said it's in his dashboard and his bible cannot find the lock of hair and then uh the possessed guy is like it's somewhere you will never find it you guys are so evil you'll get what you deserve he got what did i say hate you jocks um, i hate you popular kids i, I said it's like dirk's ghost does you meddling kids but oh, Scooby -Doo. Or in the tone of like <laughs> you evil sons of bitches, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then and then Sam retorts back with the title bedside appropriate Sam. bedside yeah. Sam PSA. You know, it gets better, which I meant yep. to look up like when that campaign started. But I can. Oh, you are talking about the more you know. Or are you talking about um? It gets after better. School specials. Oh no! I'm talking about it. The the I think it's the Trevor Project that it it gets better. Oh, it gets you know better. that phrase. It gets yes. better because he says word for word, it gets better. It gets better. Um, and I don't know when that was, and I forgot to look it up. But it's all of those things combined. It's it gets better. The more you know, after school special PSA. This is your brain on drugs. It's all of that like right. wrapped into one little Sam monologue here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's like this is you know kids are mean in high school but once you get past that it gets better yeah uh, they're not which, evil they're just scared you know we all were which doesn't really hold yeah. true now as we discussed earlier just discussed. right and so in the process of all this proselytizing um <laughs> dirk breaks free of the you know impenetrable plan of the salted ropes <laughs> uh and lunges for Sam, who then shoots him twice in the chest with the assault shotgun, startling Dean. Yeah. I think Dean was taken aback by how quickly Sam decided to shoot. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, to shoot Dirk. And at the same time, from behind, Sam is then grabbed by one of the jocks, who clearly the Dirk has left the uh, the body yeah, of it's the like shot. The, the, the rock salt expelled him, and then you see a kid on the bus, like, kind of jolt a little <laughs> bit and then some black goo comes from somewhere who then yep. comes off the bus oh and attacks sam and yes. um dean and and still attacks sam despite being shot by rock salt like three times by yep. dean and sam's yep. just like forget the shooting just find this goddamn hair <laughs> right right so he's like he's being pounded by this jock and he's like go find the hair yes um so Dean eventually does find it um, and burns it. And it's this cool blue, like blue mm -hmm. flame and, and it burns. And then uh, as he's burning it, uh, Dirk's ghost poofs out of, you know, the jock guy and burns up and, you know, gone, you know, big scream and, and it poofs out. Good effects. I really liked mm -hmm. these effects. Mm -hmm. These were pretty mm -hmm. cool. They were simple, but effective. Yep. So the ghost like burn burns out 
and the jock, <laughs> now free of the ghost, collapses flat onto Sam, who's now crushed behind uh, <laughs> underneath this uh, this guy. And Dean gets to have his, you know, moment of, hey, look, he's going full yeah, power yeah. on you, which is, of course, what the cheerleader was accused of doing in the beginning Reverse of the episode. Cowgirl. Reverse yeah. cowgirl. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with either of those. Yeah. Um, there is literally zero reaction from anybody on the bus to these for, fights, these yelling, this yelling, the shotgun this gunshots. <laughs> Yeah, like basically that their thing. bus driver getting murdered on the side of the road. Nope. They're all just like, oh, go, it's cool. Maybe they were maybe they're making fun of jocks for being stupid. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Or maybe they're just like, screw it, we can't waste time filming this. That's that's probably what it was. There was a lot of um Glossing taking things over. with the grain of yeah, glossing over, taking things with a grain of salt, or um, what? Yeah. God, what's that term? We use it in theater all the time. Schadenfreude. Um, <laughs> no. no, God, it's gonna come to me like tomorrow. It's just like you, you just kind of have to, you know, use your imagination to fill in the blanks of things. Oh, okay. You know, kind of like why did we just break into song? You know, everybody kind of yeah, words. yeah, 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 yeah. So while we're thinking about that, uh, we flash back. Back to high yes. school. Yeah, this is uh, our little Dean, epilogue flashback. Yeah. So Dean's back in the janitor's closet, Mac, and with a, a different girl this time. Yeah. Cute brunette. Yep. And uh, door opens, and it's Amanda. The ex, Amanda, the ex. Uh, and now and, uh, ex-girlfriend. <laughs> now ex-girlfriend. And he's like, you know, hey, don't be mad. And she's like, I, I'm not mad. You know, I'm, I'm disappointed that this is what you want. Yeah, you know, I'm just disappointed yeah. that she reads him pretty filthy. She's like, you know, like this whole like bad boy front that you put on or your your cool yeah. act is literally just an act, yeah, and really you're sad. just like a, a sad, lonely little kid. And I feel sorry for you. Yep, and and of course, this is the this is one of the worst moments for me in my uh, adoration of this character of Dean mm-hmm. because he says. His retort to, you know, you're you're just a sad little kid, basically. I feel sorry for you. He's like, don't feel sorry for me. I'm a hero. I save people, which yeah. is what no hero has ever said. Yep. And I'm like, how dare the writers do this to Dean, to my <laughs> Dean, you know? I was, it was so, I'm like, how do we go from the hero we know now, the guy who sold his life, for a year to save his brothers he sold himself to to hell you know mm-hmm. to the to him standing in a hall in a janitor's closet in high school being like oh, i'm a hero save people <laughs> because it happened the opposite way i it, know it's 10 years in the past and it's an 18 year old stupid kid with a lot of hubris you know, it just hurt me to watch that. It really was, did. So, so there was this guy I dated. This is not exactly the same thing, but kind of this guy I dated who was talented. You know, he was a good singer. He was a good actor. He's, you know, got nominated for like awards and got pretty far mm. up in competitions. Um, and he used, <laughs> he used to brag about how humble he was. <laughs> and I could never quite. I, I didn't know how to say Point to it him. out it's to like, him. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, you know, an actual humble person would not Savor. like 
humble. Say they're humble or like put it at the top of their resume or, you know, we're like, <sighs> you know, say that's like a good quality about themselves. Wow. Yeah. So, so we leave Dean being all, you know, whiny. Yeah. Here's whiny like, mouth. This is so interesting because at the beginning, you know, everyone's like, Oh man, this guy is so cool. Even little Barry, Sam's friend, is like, "Oh my god, that's your is brother. That your He's brother? so cool." Yeah. And here yeah. it's like the, it's totally flipped. Like Dean totally is like flipped. walking through the halls, like after he's yelled, proclaimed out loud that he's a hero, and hero. he just gets little like rolled-eyed reactions or like cold shoulders from like all the yep. people who have heard and been like, "Oh my god, this like whiny, like annoying guys like saying he's a hero. That's lame." And Sammy is getting high fives all over the place Walking for finally standing up to this yeah. bully guy. Way to go. Way to go, Winchester. Yay. And he's and he's not not eating it up, you know? He's he's smiling. He's enjoying. I th- yeah, I think he's like, Oh, this is new. You know? This is a change. Yeah. I like I could get used to this, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, all right, adjust his giant backpack, you know, pulls yeah. up his little pants and you know, and and that's when Dean's phone rings and it's dad. Finally, yeah. dad's ready to come and get them. So the uh, the Impala pulls up out front of the school. Um, we still don't see John driving. Sammy waves goodbye. Um, he sees Barry up in one of the classrooms, you know, kind of forlornly mm-hmm. like, okay, bye. You know, have a good life. <laughs> I know. And they get in the car and the Impala drives the Winchesters away. Yep. Off to their next hotel, their next high school. And that drives us into the now, uh, with uh, Sam goes back to that high school. Yes, he finally does get to have his Oh Captain, My Captain moment with yep, Mr. With, Wyatt. Uh, with Mr. Wyatt without getting stabbed by a lone student. <laughs> yeah. Um and uh, he he gets to, you know, he's like, hey, I don't know if you remember me, but, you know, I was a student in your class and you you said some really encouraging things to me. You made you made you supported me and you made a difference in my life. And the teacher's like, oh, I did. You know, and he's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. So did you go on to be, you know, the writer or the whatever? Yeah. And Sam's like, no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. And the teacher's like, well, you know, but, you know, at least as long as you're happy. You know, and Sam's like, yeah. uh-huh. Are you happy? <laughs> are you happy? He asks, are you happy? And um, there's, there's no answer from Sam. It just goes straight to credits. Sam says, you took an interest in me when no one else did, which mm-hmm. I think is very telling, especially coming from this recap of this episode of of dad, dad. saying the things that he did and yep. the relationship that he had with John. You know, if he was 14, 15, you know, whatever age you are, he's freshman sophomore yep. i don't know but at that age to, for someone to say oh someone finally took an interest in me is yeah that's I, I literally wrote <laughs> well damn that's how i ended yeah. my notes was well damn yeah that's yeah so i again i had a hard time with this episode <laughs> yeah because we went I... from like dodge dip uh-huh. duck dive and dodged and knee socks to yeah. to my oh. hero being <laughs> not a hero yeah and sam being the, still once again carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders and as a 14 year old carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders and just the you know again the story of bullying which you know that's a whole nother you know after school special mm-hmm. um which by the way um those started in 1972 
the after school specials, which oh, were actual, you know, it was ABC programming mm-hmm. that anytime there was a, uh, it was like teenage angst uh, issues that mostly centered around high school and middle school, they would create these little, you know, dramas mm-hmm. that they, and they put them on, they would preempt other programming, which is why it was a special. Yeah. And uh, they would tell the schools that they were going to be airing it. And uh, so they, the schools would tell the students that there was an after-school special that was going to be played at a certain time, you know, and that, you know, go home after school and you guys should watch this after-school special. Um, and I remember those. I remember getting the notices that there was going to be an after-school special on. It's like, oh boy, I get permission. I get I get to watch TV because this is an after-school special. Ah. It's supposed to be educational. But they were only on like twice a year. So it wasn't like something that happened a lot. Yeah. I I mean, I think, I think that they, you know, when I was in school, they would show them in class. They were like taped, you know, like, oh, you should watch this thing. But I I think by, by that time, I think they just turned into those little PSA commercials. Like this is your brain and there's an egg and this this is your brain on drugs, smash. Yeah. It was that just an kind excuse of to, for substitute teachers to play something yeah. so that they wouldn't have to, you know, do any schoolwork. <laughs> like, pre, you know, is it uh, lesson plans? I'm yeah, yeah. show them the after school special on shoplifting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I had a hard time with this episode. I, it, it fooled me. Yeah, it I fooled forever, me. It brought course... a lot of bad memories. It brought some... Yeah unresolved <laughs> trauma yeah. um yeah. i mean i will forever have the gym shorts you know dean in his gym shorts and that poor kid getting wailed because oh we've all had that we've all been the person who got hit that hard with those stupid dodgeballs yeah always picked last for dodgeball by the way i was Shocking. picked last for everything everything literally everything i was picked last it's like such a I terrible it, feeling <laughs> it's a terrible feeling but what's funny is being small and dodgeball you know guess what smaller target that's true you know they always they always thought you were going to be like slower just because you were smaller yeah or like not athletic which was my problem yeah. um but but no you're right it's it's harder to to there's less mass <laughs> to aim <Yes>. for <laughs> exactly. That's that's all I have for for this episode. I yeah. I I'm kind of when I got to the end of it, I was like, okay, I want to get back into the arc again. I want to find out what's going on with yeah, yeah, with I did too. Um, however, I do want to say, and I had forgotten to mention this a little while ago, and I meant to. In this episode, both past and present Dean were kind of a dick. Yeah, and if we go back to Yellow Fever when Dean was affected by that ghost virus um, because it, it, it targets dicks. And then you said that Eric Kripke put out a thing that Dean is not a dick. Mm -hmm. This plus the fact that when he was in hell, he was torturing other people have made me think not, not at his core that he's a dick, but that is, that's why that ghost sickness targeted him and that there are parts of him that are dick-ish. Yeah, I would say that, except that he wasn't, he wasn't a dick to anybody in particular in this episode. No, not to anybody, but. So, 
Well, I mean, I don't know. I would say he was a dick to his teacher, honestly. <laughs> I, but see, I just saw that as just being cocky, condescending. I, you know, I, yeah. But I didn't. I really didn't like the. It's like, like he wanted to be sweetheart the... and the sugar. But yeah. I don't know. But again, that's like eighteen-year-old kid, and I don't know if you can really hold yeah. anybody Ooh. to what they did when they were eighteen. Right. Um. But but in his present day, you know, like calling these kids names like Martha Dump Truck and Hello Kitty. Yeah, that's that's bad. And, but you um, know, with his references, his TV references, you hit it on the head. You said he grew up watching TV. That's yeah, how yeah, yeah. he knows people. And that's yeah. how he relates to people is how characters were treated on these shows. I mean, if did you ever see the Goonies mm-hmm. the movie? You know, I mean, they've got a kid on there who they make fun of because he's chubby and then he has to do the truffle shuffle. Yeah, the truffle you shuffle. Know? We all thought it was funny. Yeah. You know, but you know what? It's not funny. I mean, yeah, you look back and time, you're like, oh, I feel bad not, that I thought that that was funny, you know, but. Right. But it so, is. And you're a product of your time sometimes. Yeah. You can't hold know. yourself responsible. Hindsight for is always 2020. But this ghost sickness didn't count for that in Yellow Fever. They were like talking about events that had happened way, 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 way in the past. And I'm not saying that Dean is a dick. But sometimes he can. Well, you can see, you can, you can, you can write this down as this is why the ghost chose him. Yeah. Because the yeah, ghost thought he was him. being a dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yes. Yeah, that's a, that's a, it's a good point. It's a good point. I also think I want to chalk this up to these writers who are new. new. Now, maybe they are on the writing team as a whole, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It It didn't feel like true Didn't Dean feel behavior to me, yeah. fully flushed in, yeah. in general. And I, I do think a lot of it, you just have to just accept, you know, it's TV yeah. magic, you know, I'm sure cut for time. You're only allowed 40 minutes. I, I did not like these, re- these revelations. Like, yeah. you know, this, this is something about Dean. I didn't know. And I could have, I didn't want to know. <laughs> you know, I, I, I could have gone on, I could deal with his, you know, porn watching, you know, magic finger loving stuff. Um, Which I apparently he lived when he was 18 also. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's put a pin on this episode and okay. we will move forward into the next one, which okay. is sex and violence. <laughs> I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So we'll see how that After one goes. school special. <laughs> yeah. Sex and violence. PSA, the more you know. It gets better. Sex and violence. I don't know anything about this episode. I didn't look at it. I don't remember it. So this will be a, I, an all new for I, me. Watch like the first five minutes of it. Um, and then I read like the little description. I'm like, oh yeah, I do kind of remember. Oh, do you? Okay, I kind of remember this. So one of one of the few from season four that I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, but the last time I did that, I was completely wrong. So mm. you know, I thought this was going to be a fun episode, and all it gave me was <laughs> Jensen in gym shorts. So yeah. this is the second time we've seen his legs for a guy who says he doesn't <laughs> oh, wear later shorts. Wasn't, right. Yep, we've now seen his knees twice. <laughs> Uh, just a note, I think we will probably be going to a bi-weekly schedule for a little while because our lives are getting a little hectic and busy. We'll, we'll do as much as we can, but just be prepared for that. Thank you we'll all you for, <laughs> yeah, for being patient with us while we went through this little hiccup. Another one. <laughs> yeah. 
Please subscribe to us wherever you can find podcasts. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc., etc. If you could also leave us a review anywhere that you can leave a review, that would be great, as long as it's a positive one. Um, <laughs> you can also follow us on social media. We are at Salt and Burn This everywhere. So if you could share us to other people, that would help grow our little audience too, which would be a big help. I think that's something we really need to make a focus on is uh, is growing this little thing so we can continue to be more consistent in our content creation here. It yeah. would be yeah. Helpful. I want to I want to shout out for folks who actually have shared us a number yeah. of times and uh, the Hoppy Mommy on mm -hmm. uh, on Twitter, uh, Beard Out Podcast. They've they've done a lot of sharing. And retweeting of our stuff so i just wanted to say thanks yeah for thanks that. and we will see you next time for sex and violence which <laughs> may or may not be as uplifting as this one is i don't know <laughs> we'll see you'll have to listen to find out <laughs> okay we will see you next time thank you bye bye